was running for his life. That is a counter attack. Tell your neighbor a counter. That is in response to what happened. Whatever Jezebel was doing in chapter 19, children of God, it was in response to what Elijah had done in 1 Kings 18, where there is a move, expect a reaction. I say it again, wherever there is a move of God, expect a reaction from the kingdom of darkness. Expect it. Some of you fast and pray. And you are expecting angels. I just read about, you know, this TikTok of rivers of life. I was just seeing what I was here last week. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Last week I wasn't here, but thank God for all of you who prayed for me. And greetings from wherever I went. Hallelujah. But what am I saying? I saw that before you encounter light, you first encounter darkness. I saw it in those things you were posting. Someone posted it. And it said that, uh, I think it said Apostle Isano said it. Let me tell you, that is so true. That is so true. Look at your neighbor's face and say, that is so true. There are three heavens. There is first heavens. Hallelujah. The second heavens is right before the heavens of heavens. I say the third heavens, which is paradise, where the glory of God reigns. Before you get to the heavens of heavens, you go through the second heavens, which is the headquarter of Satan. And that is where many people fail. If you can't overcome the demons in the second heavens, you'll never see the glory of God. You are wasting time. You are wasting time. And the demonic attacks are so massive and intensive in the second heavens. I have been there, I have experienced it, and I know it. And I do what? I know it. There was a time in this church when the prophetic was so intense on me, and I would look at people. I didn't even tell them. I just look once and I, I, I get back. But people would get convicted. Hallelujah. And the people hated me in this very church. They hated me with hatred. All words were, let me not, 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 not me not use Nigeria stories, let me use stories here. People used to fabricate stories of all nature. I was like, but God, why? I've been praying for this person. Now she has broken through and she is after me. Praise the name of the living God. There was a lot of intense warfare around me. I almost got tired of church and I almost quit church. I didn't want to come to church. But I still came because I do not allow demons to conquer me. I'm here to conquer demons. I'm here to subdue. You don't subdue me. I'm here to subdue. So if you have a demon, I'm here to subdue you. I'm on a mission to subdue that devil sitting on the inside of you because he that is in me is greater than the devil in the world. Amen. Praise the name of the living God. I experienced intensive warfare. And ignorant people are like, you don't have favor. Which favor? I have favor. I have favor. I don't have favor with the devil, but I got favor with God. Hallelujah. And with men who are right with God. Praise the name of the living God. I don't have favor with the devil, but I got favor with God and with the men who are right with God. But those who are not right with God, they don't see anything good in you. Praise the name of the living God. And I remember that season. People thought, you don't have favor. You don't have favor. 
Let me tell you something. Don't be carnal sometimes. Don't be carnal. Let me tell you what happened. So we embarked on a season of prayer that I'll never forget in my life. We embarked into a season of prayer. And let me tell you something. One night after prayer, after intense prayer, I went back and God put like everything on a video screen. I was seeing everything on a video screen. I was seeing everything. I said I was seeing a video screen. Listen to me, children of God. I was seeing a video screen. God displayed everything that was going on around me and against me. And I was having an, a clear understanding. Some people were witches and they wanted to undress me so they can take over my mantle. Let me tell you something. The mantle I have, I, don't, I did not acquire it by favor. Let me tell you, I have labored. It's been over 20 years of travail. And you, you came yesterday, you want to have it. It doesn't work like that. Tell your neighbor, it doesn't work like that. It's been over 20 years. Count from 1996. It's been from 1996. You know, some of you rush to manifest. Go and hide and seek God. Tell your neighbor, go and hide and seek God. You're there rushing for people to know you, to see you. What, they, what is there to see? What are you manifesting? Outer court things. Praise the name of the living God. Tell your neighbor, go seek God. Hide yourself in the cave. Hide yourself in the bush. Until they say we shall not sit down. Until she shows up. Let me tell you something. David never left the bush. Until Samuel. Until his father Jesse said. There is one who is not here. They hid David in the bush. David was doing what God wanted him to do in the season. But the time of his manifestation. Listen to me children of God. The prophet said we shall not sit down. We shall not sit down until he comes. It was this time. Even when they tried to hide him. If you are supposed to be in the bush, if you are supposed to be in the toilet, sweeping the toilet, cleaning the, if you are supposed to be in the kitchen, please keep in the kitchen. Don't come to the front line without invitation. I say it again, do not come to the front line, young people, without invitation. If God hasn't called you to the front line, you don't have the grace for the front line, Nate. Keep in the bush. Rear those sheep. Disciple a few people there in the background. As God is still working on you. When it's time for you to manifest. Yes, the Bible says it said we shall not sit down until he shows up. Who called you out of the bush? Ask your neighbor, have you been sent for from the bush? Have they sent for you in the bush? Have they sent for you? Did they mention your name? If they mention Bridget's name, that is not your name. It's somebody else. Just because Bridget is coming out of the bush, don't say even me. After all, I got born again before her. I came to Rivers of Life Assembly before her. My God, my God. Never come to the front line without invitation. Never come to the front line before God anoints you for the front line. There are people who die on the front line every single day. They are dying because they, invite them, they invited themselves to the front line. Ask your neighbor, have you been invited? Have you been anointed for the front line? I know you are a good warrior. Let me tell you something. What's this guy's name? Uriah. He was a good soldier. He was a good soldier. He was good in battle, 
but he was only good for the back, not the front. Even when King David wanted to get him murdered, he told the, the people in the war, put him in the front line where the, the battle is intense. And he couldn't handle it. That's how he died. That's how he died. So I'm talking about counter attacks. When they come and you're in the wrong place. So Jezebel herself came. She did not send her agents. She did not send it. She, she came herself. Tell your neighbor, she came herself. Sometimes when you do certain things, the devil comes himself. The devil comes himself. He doesn't send his demons. He doesn't send his demons or his agents. He doesn't send the queen of the coast. He says, let me go myself to take down this person. Anybody been there? So Jezebel herself came to take down Elijah. After Elijah called down fire, the following day he was running for his life. Why? Because he was counteracted. He was counterattacked by this woman called Jezebel. What have you pulled down? Some of you have pulled down ancestral altars. And now all the ancestral demons are after you. There is a rage against you because of what you have done. Some of you have destroyed the altars of your mothers. Some of you have destroyed the altars of your fathers. And now the whole clan is against you. Nobody wants to know about you. Because there is something you have done. My God, my God, even when you look at yourself, you say, I am so young. Why is everybody after me? Yes, you are young in the spirit. But you are a jailhouse wrecker in the realm of the spirit. You are a giant destroyer. You have brought down ancestral giants. And let me tell you something. As a result, there is a lot of hatred against you. Counter attacks. Why is so and so not talking to me? Everyone has turned his or her back against you. You are just a young girl. You are just 20. You are just blessed. You are 20. Praise the name of the living God. But people don't want to talk to you anymore. People who used to hang out with you, they don't want to hang out with you. Because according to them, tell your neighbor, according to them, a disaster. You are a disaster. Let me tell you, the spiritual realm is so real. More real. More real. I have laughed with people today and tomorrow they don't want to look at me, but surely I did nothing. But the truth be told, I destroyed their power sources in the spirit. I disturbed their strong rooms and I delivered their captives. I took certain prayer out of their mouth. Praise the name of the living God. Amen. The spiritual realm is so real. So some of you, those people who don't want to talk to you, they are priests on the other side. And you've been sending the arrow of the Holy Ghost fire every night. You've been breaking their altars. They build, you break. They build, you break. They raise an altar, you pull it down. <laughs> so they go and consult their things and say, who is responsible for this? Did you not see what happened in Samson's days? The Bible says when he pulled down the altar in his father's house, they said, who did this? Hallelujah. Were they after him? Yes, they were after him. They were against him. Praise the name of the living God. Some of you stop reacting naturally and begin to look at things in the spiritual perspective. So and so hates you so much because you have broken the covenant. I'm telling you, there are certain things I've dealt with that are so deep. 
I am not surprised that certain people hate me. I am not surprised that some people don't want to talk to me. Because let me tell you something. I define the demarcation. I define the demarcation. And I define my identity. I said I am for Christ and Christ alone. I cannot mix powers. Some of you are still mixing powers because you want to please everybody. Today, right now, you are in the overnight. Tomorrow morning, you're trying to compromise. Somebody say, I am Christ, I am, and I'm for Christ alone. If they don't talk to you, let them not talk to you. If they don't like you, it is their problem. If they hate you, it is okay. For the sake of the name of Christ, you shall be hated. Hatred, enmity with the world, is authenticity and friendship with the Almighty. But also, friendship with the world is a sign that you are an enemy of God. So whose friend do you want to be? You cannot have both. It's one or the other. There's no middle ground. So a counter attack. So the man who goes down fire is now running for his life. He is running for his life. I believe the people who saw him was, is, is this not Elijah? Is, no, is this not the man who brought down fire yesterday? Why is he running from that mere woman? A mere woman is chasing that man. A man who called down fire is now hiding in caves. Praise the name of the living God. A counter attack comes to reverse the results. That attack that came after Elijah was to reverse the results that the people had seen in First in Kings 18. It had come to counter whatever God had done. It was saying, if he's running away from Jezebel, yet he executed the prophets of Baal. If he has power, why? If he called down fire for real, why is he running away from a woman? Counter-attacks come to reverse achievements. Counter-attacks come to reverse achievements. So there are certain things. They come to reverse achievements. Some people here fear to testify. You know why? That, you know, if I say my testimony, tomorrow I may, it may backfire. There are many people. They have testimonies here. Is, is it true that there were only two testimonies? Is it true? That God has not done anything. Why is it that the time for testimony, people don't want to testify? Fear. That it will backfire. They fear counterattack. They fear backlash. Now can we testify? If you believe God gave you a testimony, rise up to your feet and give it. Hey. Rise up to your feet and give the testimony. Stop fearing the devil and saluting him. You know, you know, if I say it, it's going to break. It's going to backfire. Do not backfire. If the Lord did it, he did it. And I'm going to be the last one to give my testimony. These things, we are coming out of fear of backlashes. Because we are going to subdue backlashes. They say, well, who, who has a testimony? Look at the house. You ashamed the Lord. You know, how is he going to give you another testimony? You're, you're hiding under. You don't want to say it. You don't want to stir up jealousy. You don't want to stir up now. Give your testimony. Everybody with a testimony, rise up to your feet. You see? And when they called up, only two people want to come up. Actually, one. One came up, right? You want to say God is not moving in this house? 
People come and give your testimonies. Hashem the devil. They overcame him by the blood of the, the, the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Even the devil knows that when you don't testify, he got you where he wants you. I'm waiting for testimony. Testimony, testimony, testimony. My testimony. You know, some of you not, don't need to pull down strongholds. All you need to do is to testify. Testify. Let's testify about the goodness of the Lord. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Anybody with a testimony in the house, stop hiding it. No witch will revoke it. No counter attack will, will put it asunder. It's time for testimony. It's time for testimony. I'm putting down my microphone to celebrate what God has done. Praise God, church. Uh, I thank God um, last this week. Okay, let me just give the whole story. <laughs> so my brother, my brother who is in Uganda, David, he sometime back, uh, my father connected him to a certain pastor, but we did, little did he know that that pastor was not a man of God. He was, he was um, a bomunyanja. <laughs> Those, yeah, he was a cult. Um, so the man, like they, he, he used to do a lot. He did a lot of things. Let's just say he did a lot of things. He was in the home. He, he did a lot of things. My brother gave him his clothes, shoes, so many things. He was involved. He was in their lives. So later on, after some time, when my mom, my mom started praying for him, and you know, he used to say certain things, and my mom was did not agree with them. And then my mom tried to tell, tell, talk to my brother, telling him that's not a man of God. But he was blinded because when he was explaining everything to me, he told me. It's like as if something had overcome him. He like he was blinded. He couldn't. Mm -hmm. Like yes. So so after some time, they prayed for. After some time, um, he asked God, if this is really a man of God, please show me. So then he told me that he had a dream that he was going through a tunnel and he was hearing that guy's voice, um, praying, praying, praying. But then from then on. The man told him to fast for three days, and then he received a gift of tongues. And then he told me that he would not like pray anymore. He would just speak in tongues, even if he tried to pray. Like He told me so many things, to say the least. Um, <coughs> eventually, uh, my mother prayed, 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 and finally my, they, he, got, he got my brother. They, w um, they went somewhere, and they prayed for him, and he started manifesting and manifesting and manifesting. Um, so last week when we were talking with my brother, we talked, actually I don't even know why I called him, but I just called him and we talked for like two hours. So as we were talking, previously, oh my God, previously I had a conviction on my heart to pray for him. I started praying for him and praying for him and praying for him and God gave me some scriptures. So that morning when we were praying, rather when we were talking, he opened up. And he started telling me everything and telling me the dreams. And then he told me there's a certain dream that he had had. And there was a snake and he was um, with the snake. Um, so he told me that, please pray for me. You know, 
I don't know what's going on, but I know that there is something that is over my life. I know that because he, he told me that he feels like there is something that is inside of him and he doesn't know how to deal with it. So eventually when we, I, we, I, we talked and I encouraged him and I told him we are going to pray. So afterwards, um, I told him, he told me, because um, I was going to say bye, we shall talk later and everything. And then he told me, please pray. Um, I, want, I would like for you to pray for me. Let us pray together, but you're the one who is going to pray. And I was very, very nervous. I was like, Jesus, I'm not even prepared to pray, but God, let me, like, um, may your spirit move as you will. So we prayed, and as, uh, as, 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 as we were praying, we kept praying and praying. And as we were praying, he started, you know, shouting and everything, and I was in shock. But I, I kept praying and pressing on and pressing on and praying and praying. And I was in shock that my brother was actually like, he was screaming and everything and manifesting. I was in shock. So we kept praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. Then eventually, eventually he, it's like he was, he came out of it and he started worshiping God and he started crying and he started praising. And he just said, you know, so. I want to thank God because I know that my Jesus, let me tell you, I believe Jesus and I believe in the name of the Lord, but for the very first time in my life, because I know I'm not the only one, but uh, for the very first time in my life, I, I was amazed at how, because I know that there are very many testimonies and there are very many things God has done for me and he has delivered me from, but it was amazing to know the power in the name of Jesus. It was amazing. <laughs> so I want to thank God for the name of Jesus, and I want to thank God for his blood. Amen. Let me ask you a question. Hello? Is that brother of yours supposed to come to the U.S.? Something has been tying him from that prophet, and God sent you to deliver him so he could come here. Amen. He's going to come here, and he's going to serve God here. that is going to be his seat around there. Amen. When, you do, when you bring him to this church, don't tell him where to sit. Just let him. I've seen him sit around there. Amen. In between Gloria right there. Amen. And Zion there, around there. Amen. And he's worshiping God. Amen. That man, God, is going to be using him in this, in this church. Amen. And he's bringing him. That anointing God has released on your life through this ministry to deliver your family. And some of them are supposed to serve God here and is one of the ones and is going to manifest here. What is his name? I want to call him forth. He's called who? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift up prayer. Everybody lift up prayer. Whatever force, whatever snake has been hindering that man to come into America. Today we crush the head of that serpent. We crush that power in the mighty name of Jesus. Powers of the false prophets. We break the spell of the enemy over his spirit, over his destiny. We declare his destiny is free. His destiny is loose. His purpose to come to America.
Africa. I release supernaturally by the power in the blood of Jesus. I release that visa into his passport. And in the name of Jesus, I open the gates and the doors of America and this ministry to him. And may the spirit of God usher him in and establish him in the house of God in Jesus' name. You'll be amazed at what God is going to do. You'll be amazed. You see, when you don't give testimonies, you see why you don't give testimonies? The enemy is benefiting somewhere. The enemy is benefiting. I told you, my son Jonathan got healed of Annie through a testimony. When I had him, he had a very big umbilical cord. And the doctors were talking about surgery. Praise the name of the Lord. The doctors were talking about surgery. But listen to me. I was just listening to a testimony. That you know, it, a lady was testifying. I don't even know this lady. Praise the name of the living God. I don't even know his lady, this lady. But she testified. And when she testified, the next thing I saw, the fire of God surrounded me. And I said, God, what is this? And he said, don't you know that your son is suffering from the same thing? The grace is here. The anointing is here to heal. And right away, I, Jonathan was home. I sent that anointing home to crush that Ania. To com I commanded the Ania to disappear from my son. When I went back that evening after work, my son had no Ania. I said, let me wait to testify. Maybe it is going to show up again. I, I gave him a shower. I checked him over and over. I was afraid to tell the dad. But you know what? One day passed. I was afraid to testify. The second day, the thing wasn't there. The third it wasn't there. I said, this Jesus works. I went to church and I testified. If that woman does, did not testify, my son would have had a surgery. So when you are sitting on a testimony, you are sitting on somebody's breakthrough. You are sitting on the brother's deliverance to come to America. Hello. Next testimony. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb of God and by the word of our testimony. It is written. It cannot be erased. It is written. Praise the Lord. Good morning, church. Praise God. My name is Reason. I'm so happy to be here and most importantly for the opportunity to testify. Now, I have a lot of testimonies, but the greatest of all is a testimony of revival and awakening. Um, God has just been working on me and dealing with my heart, and I felt it. I, I felt uh, that is just me fearing to say that God put it in my heart, but I'll say it anyways. God put it in my heart and told me that you cannot live off a reservoir. I cannot live on the faith of my parents. I cannot live on the few scriptures that I learned at church or I learned at Sunday school. I cannot, I cannot live on that. He needs, I need to know him. I need to get deeper with him. And he has placed such a great hunger in me that I've never had. Yes, I, I grew up in an environment that loves the Lord and I sure did love the Lord, but there was no intimacy. And I would try sometimes. I'm like, okay, I think this is, I don't understand, but He's just placed a hunger for in me to just love him, to read the word, to pray, to and to 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 fast. It's 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 just not a flesh thing. Um, yeah, oh, I'm lacking words, but that that has just been so beautiful. Like I am not 
just praying for blessings or I'm not, not just praying for my needs, but I am praying. I, I want the, the blesser. I want God himself before yeah. all those things. Yeah, that's, so that's that is my greatest testimony. <laughs> Bless you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank God for that testimony. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord again. Before she testifies, let me tell you something. God has no grandchildren. God has no grandchildren. What does that mean? God has no grandkids. So Michelle cannot know God through my faith. Hallelujah. She has to establish her own personal relationship with God. She cannot survive on my encounters. She cannot. She has to establish her faith in Christ personally and establish herself as a child of God. God has no grandkids. Tell your neighbor, God has no grandkids. Don't say that I am a child of God because my mommy is a preacher. Because my papa is a bishop or an apostle. God has no grandchildren. Praise the Lord. <laughs> My name is Ma Maggie, Margaret, Meg, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> and I am very blessed and I'm so grateful to be here today. I, I have a lot of things to thank God for. I, I have been in such a very tough season. Sometimes when I'm doing things, I felt like everything was bouncing back. And I've been in a season where I've lost so many people in my life. But I want to just tell God thank you because in as much as those people are not part of my life right now, he's placed the right people around me. And I remember a time that I was praying and I was telling God to send me destiny helpers, people who would, uh, you know, help me walk um, through life. Sometimes I would condemn myself. I'm looking my, at myself in the mirror and I'm telling myself, um, I, maybe I don't deserve anything. Maybe I'm not meant to grow. Maybe I'm meant to stay dormant. Maybe I'm not meant to achieve anything. But I just know that in the whole season of luck, in the whole season of emptiness, he's filled every cup with everything I need exactly when I need it. And i that is one thing I'm here to tell God thank you for. And I know, um, you know, my friend called me. I was in the house and she told me, oh, I'm going for, in Kenya we call it Kesha. So I'm going for Kesha. I'm like, I want to go because I've been looking for an opportunity to tell God thank you for everything that he has done. And I also remember there was a time, well, I've not had like a, a job or a consistent job. It's either I'm having a job and then it's gonna go for a season. I start something and then it doesn't work. And um, I've tried so many things, but I bless God today because he gave me a job yeah. that. <laughs> a job.
job that you know the jobs that I was doing before they were exactly were paying for everything I need then leaving me with nothing but the God the job that God has given me right now it's paying and leaving Amen. and these are just some things that I'm grateful for and the other one is healing me I've been in a place of darkness where I'm always so negative and mm. every I feel like no one has really accepted me for who I am but God has placed me with the right people in the light environment um, and I am so grateful today for my life for my heart for my mind and even for that spiritual growth that had not been there before so that is my testimony Hallelujah. We thank God for that testimony. Those are very powerful testimonies. Amen. Hallelujah. Those are all spiritual things that cannot be taken away from them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you, sisters. You testify. Praise the Lord, church. Amen. I want to thank God for what he's doing so far in the life of my son. Because he started school late. Towards people had started like two or three weeks. He was not yet in school, and he had to do some, uh, they did like uh, assessment of his grades, and he didn't have to go through any test. And when he entered into college, uh, actually somebody, he, did, he, did, he was not going to start right away because uh, they were, I think they had closed. And I kept praying, and God made a way. Somebody who was supposed to start a biology class just didn't call, didn't show up, didn't do anything. And that's how he got in. Amen. I want to thank God for that. Amen. And he managed to catch up so far. He's not behind. I also want to thank God that he got his driver's license. Amen. He never told me he was going for the driving test. He left home and said he's going to sister to his sister for two days. <laughs> and the next time I saw him, he told me, when my driver's license comes in the mail, please. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh, thank God. I also want to thank God because that Sunday when Pastor Bella preached about sending the word, I left this place and I had to get uh, a seed. Holy Spirit had told me to sow something, and I went to the ATM, and people didn't tell me that the machine was out of order. I put in my card, started the process, and in between, it just didn't do anything. I pressed whatever I had to press, and it just shut up, just shut itself. And then I, I, was, I called the 800 number on the machine, and then I was like, they just told us about sending the word. Why bother with these numbers? Then I said, I'm sending a word. I kept praying and praying. And then I said, Holy Spirit, come and enter this machine. My card has to come out. Because I'm not leaving this place and I'm not coming tomorrow until my card is out. And I said, Holy Spirit, every time I call you about something, you'll never let me down. The moment I called the Holy Spirit, the machine started running again and just, my, my card came out. Thank God for the word. Hallelujah. We thank God for that testimony in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm like shaking, shaking a little bit. 
Hello. First of all, I want to thank God uh, for sending help. I would say for probably coming to two months, almost two months and a half, I went through a challenging season, like very tough. You know, you couldn't tell because I love Jesus, but he hides, you know, the heart within and he hides with the pain and like all that you're going through inside, like you can't even tell. But I want to thank him that through that season, he still put a smile on my face that those that were around me that were, were unable to detect or see like the pain and like the pain, you know, like the sorrow, he was going in, in my heart. Um, it was a tough season of um, not having a car. It was like so tough, like so challenging. I reached a point of having prayed all the so many prayers and did the fasts and sang worship songs to encourage myself, you know, and sang praise songs to lift up my spirit. I tried to read, read the word to encourage myself like David did, but I forgot that I wasn't David. So, <laughs> but, but I thank God that in that time, in that season, like God sent help. I literally had to pray to God and ask him, God, send help. Like, send help, send help, send help. In that time, like, I hate asking for help because I feel like I don't want to bother anyone or I don't want to push, you know, people, like, asking them to help me out. Like, I just prefer being maybe which is not good but I just don't I, don't I just don't like it having to bother someone asking for something so in that time it was like so hard and so tough but I want to thank my family that stood with me and I want to thank like every like people in this ministry River Life Assembly International that that stood with me in that season that offered me rides that I didn't even have to pay for their gas or pay for, you know, anything. Like, why they should take me, like, transportation accommodations. I didn't have to do any of those things. Like, I found favor in that season with people. And um, I want to thank so much my pastors. I want to thank Pastor Bella so much for standing with me in that season. Um, it was quite tough and challenging, but today I testify to God that Surely he is faithful, and surely he came through for me. I also want to thank God for the intercessors in this house that kept me in their prayers, like all the time, like all the time, all the time, because I believe if it had not been on prayer, I wouldn't have been able to have the car that God helped me to get. And I want to thank God as well that despite, you know, the high prices you know the market like God was faithful enough to get me a good car a beautiful car a reasonable car with a good <laughs> price with a good deal like it was 
say I'm just grateful to God and today God I present my seed of thanksgiving um, overwhelmed by his Hallelujah. We thank God for that testimony. Praise God. Amen. Praise God again. Um, so, um, so in school, um, I think there's like, so peop most, most people don't know that I, that like, they know I go to church, but they don't know like I'm like the pastor's daughter, like all that thing, all those things. And so, um, at the big, so I think, so during the summer, um, I was praying for like my friends to like wanna like come to church. And um, I think it was the beginning of October, one of my friends, they were searching up, I don't know why, they were searching up like my, like my last name on like, like on the, like the internet. And they found um, the Higher Life Conference and they went to YouTube and they saw the videos of my parents preaching. And um, when they first, when they first time they sent it to me, and I was like, "Ah, how did you find this?" <laughs> and they said, "I just, I, ser I just searched it up." And one of them told me that they watched the whole, like, like only like, like day three, like the whole part of the conference, of um, like the whole six hours of it. They watched the whole thing. I was like really shocked. And um, now, so. Um, I like they used to go to like only like two of them used to go to church and now they don't go anymore since like COVID. And they haven't like their parents were looking for a church to go to. And um I told them that they should come to our church and they said they'll tell their parents about it. But I wanna thank God that they like their parents like they're even considering telling their parents like to come to church because now I know that they actually wanna seek God and they actually wanna like, have a deep relationship with him. And now at lunch, we talk about God. They watch um, the lives. And they're even considering coming for, like, they were even considering coming for the night of worship, but they didn't have a ride. But, um, so um, they said they might want to come for the Woman of Solution, like, prayer breakfast. So I pray that God, that they will have, like, somebody to bring them. So I just want to thank God for me being like open about it because I used to be like so scared to share about it. But he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and a sound mind. So I want to thank God that they um that they now like want to have like a relationship with God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God give you boldness evangelize in that school in Jesus name. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God again. Amen. I glorify God for three things. The first one being that God healed me because like about a month ago I was like feeling extremely sick and it was like I was coughing a lot, I was sneezing and I had a really bad running nose and I was still going to school that time, so I didn't know if I should stay home or just stay at school. And I was worried a lot that I kept thinking to myself, is it COVID? Because I was so scared, and I didn't know. So I just kept on going to school, and I kept on trusting God that I would be okay. 
<coughs> because <coughs> <laughs> because we believe that by his stripes we are healed. Amen. So then if it was like a week that that sickness lasted and I kept on taking like a lot of medicines but it wasn't helping. So then I had to keep on praying and eventually I felt better. So I glorify God for that. And a lot of my friends were worrying that I had COVID so they were kind of saying, should I stay away from you? And I was saying that I'm okay, so everything will be okay. Okay, and my second testimony is that God has given me grace in my academics because I see that many things that people in class are struggling with, I'm getting it like this, like quickly. So I glorify God for that. Connect. Yes, <laughs> yeah, connect to the grace. That girl there has grace. Praise the name of the Lord. Yes. And it's serious, it's not a joke. Hey, I'll tell you something about it. Keep testifying, sister. So I also glorify God because He's protected my family because on Sunday there was like a really bad accident that we passed by and there was a car like the whole front of the car was smashed, and we were all so shocked and scared, but we believed that we were okay because nothing happened, and we just passed by, and we covered ourselves in the blood of Jesus because we would be protected and safe, and we believe that nothing will happen to that. Nothing like that will ever happen to us. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for that testimony. Even Brother Wilson has a testimony. We need to learn to give God what is due unto him. Yes. No one wants to be offended. We don't want to be offended, but we offend God. When we don't testify, we offend God. And yet we come here and we say, God bless me again. Sharon, when did you last testify? Actually, uh, Pastor, my um, brother Malcolm has a testimony, but he's a bit shy. Hallelujah. So I want him to come up. No shyness in the house of God. Go, Malcolm. Go, Malcolm. Go, Malcolm. Go Malcolm, go Malcolm, go Malcolm, go Malcolm, go Malcolm, go Malcolm. Okay, Malcolm. Hallelujah. So, Malcolm, what did the Lord do? I wasn't doing fine. 
good at school because I used to draw uh, in, in back in Uganda because it was too tall. But I think Jesus, when I first started playing with my mom, uh, mom wanted, I started doing good in school. And then I started doing, after I got the finals, yeah, but the first time when I came here, it was so hard because I didn't speak English. She sound like she came here without speaking English. No. She already got the accent. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> when you speak American accent in just how many years? How many? Three years. Some of you have been here over 20 years. You're still having the Ugandanized accent. <laughs> May God give me grace. <laughs> May God give me grace. My daughter Brielle said, Mom, I'm going to take you back to school. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So I asked her, why, Brielle? She said, uh, Mom, you, I think uh, we, were, we were pronounced, we were going through, a, what was it cooperating or cooperation? Something like that. I said it the British way. She said, Mom, that's not American. I need to take you back to school. I said, oh, God help this little head of mine. <laughs> Touch my tongue, oh God. <laughs> that I may speak the way I have to speak in this land. Amen. When you go to Rome, you have to, became, you have to behave like Romans. Amen. Yeah, in order to fit in. It's not just a proverb. I pray that the grace of God will come upon our tongues. Amen. That we will speak American. Amen. Because this is where we dwell. This is our land. We should not speak like where we came from. We should speak like where we are going. Amen. Praise the name of the living God. Say, Lord, touch my tongue. Say, Lord, touch my tongue. The guy is speaking. America, she said, the guy said he came here when he doesn't even know English. Could not speak English. Now he's speaking American accent in three years. It is possible. The reason God hasn't put us here on the international scene sometimes is still working on your accent. How long is going to go? How, we, how long will this accent delay me? God help me. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, God help me. Spirit of God, quicken my tongue. In the mighty name of Now, some of you feel like you are joking. It's not a joke. That, that, that's the Holy Ghost at work. That's the Holy Ghost at work. Did you hear the guy speak? I didn't see them smell like, you know, it comes from Africa. Praise the name of the Lord. He smelled very American. Some of you, when I give you this microphone to speak, you, speak, you smell Nyeru. Yeah. 
we are ready, we are ready, we are ready for the testimonies. Praise God. We are not wasting time. We Praise are Jesus. Amen. Yeah, so I was sitting there and uh, yeah, I was depending on this testimony. Hallelujah. Mm. Because sometimes we magnify some things that when God doesn't do them, it feels like he's not doing anything. Hallelujah. I just testify to God that he's adding another year this next week. Hallelujah to my life. Amen. I was sitting here and I said, God... You've survived me accidents, hallelujah. I've lost friends along the course of the year, hallelujah. I survived COVID, hallelujah. So there's a lot of things to thank God for, and I magnify the name of the Lord for such a wonderful time. He has brought me this far, hallelujah. And I bless his name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Uh-huh. Praise God. Amen. Wilson is testifying. <laughs> my, my, I have a lot of testimonies, uh, but uh, there's this a major one. I was sitting there, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, ah, I have no testimony. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> so, um, so I thank God for my. Last year, before pandemic, um, I used to have a company, and uh, I used to make a lot of money, a lot of money, but I was not happy. I got depressed. I, I got even. I was in depressed. I was. I got depression, mm. migraine, and all that. There's a time that I, you know, money sometimes can change somebody. And to the point that uh, even church was not important to me. <laughs> but the man that I used to get, I used to even when, uh, like, you know, sometimes when you look at your account and you see you have almost 100,000 and you're not happy about it. Like, it's like nothing. Depressed, sleep inside by myself, sometimes crying. You know, like when you just try to call people home, they, they, all you can hear is bad news. Like you try to find somebody to make you happy, you know, but you can't. Sometimes you go to the, up to the point I said, that's why people, sometimes it's not that they go through some hard stuff, it's because that they, they, they are not happy. They are like lonely and all that kind of stuff. You know, up to the point that I said, What's the meaning of like living, you know? I have money. There's a money in my account. There's nothing I used to take care of everything. Everything was taken care of, mm. you know. But still something was missing inside. Issues of the heart, you know. So um so so um one day I had a dream. I, uh, I, I was driving a truck, a trailer. I think I testified that, that testimony on, on, on uh, uh, youth, youth prayer also. So I was driving, and uh, that truck, I was with 
a baby. And the baby was my roommate, my roommate's baby. You know, he, you know I love babies. <laughs> so we get along very well. So he was like I was with him driving and he was sitting beside me. And that way we cannot talk, but that at that dream we, we, we were have con some conversation. And, uh, <laughs> and I said, so when I was driving, I was going up the hill. So when I was driving, that baby was, uh, it, was it was tired, and then I told him, you know what, go back, there's a place you can sleep, let me drive. So while I was driving, it was snowing, and then I was, the truck go up the hill, and then we stuck. So after stuck, I said, you know what, let me park here after tomorrow, then I'll start to drive because it was night. Then I said, let me go back to be with the baby. So when I was at the back, just to give him company, the truck started to move back. And then the baby started, the truck is moving back. I said, oh my God, maybe he's sliding from the snow. And then we heard like something was disconnected from the trailer. Like all the way, it fell all the way down to the, you know. So, and then I woke up from that dream and I didn't understand why, what does that dream mean. So next day I called my mom and I was telling her about that dream. And then my mom, I never told my mom that I'm not going to church. You know, there's a time I missed church for like <laughs> almost six months. And then I told my mom, uh, my mom asked me, I, I mean, you go to church or, uh, often, or oftenly? I said, no, mommy, I miss church because I'm very, very busy. Says, that dream means that you are looking for money, but that money won't make you happy. And you will, one day you lose everything. That trailer means that the money that you are making will go away and you won't have any money anymore. So I started to come to church. I remember <laughs> Jacob and Sister Jen used to ask me, Brother Wilson, where are you? Where are you? We don't see you at church. We don't see you at church. And I'm like, I'm very busy. I'm busy. And so so uh, it was like that. I was not happy. I have, I had a lot of, and, and the problem of me when I, I'm, I'm, when, when I'm, I go through some stuff, depressed and all that, I eat too much, so I gain a lot of weight, <laughs> you know. So, uh, and then, uh, and I tried a lot of ways to make myself happy because I had everything to make myself happy that I couldn't find. And uh, my mom, uh, I, so I used to go to the doctors to see, to seek for help, and told me, you need a wife. <laughs> <laughs> you need <laughs> you need a wife. At that time, I at that time I decided I was not that I was I was uh, I, I couldn't find a wife. I tried to date to, to have, like to date some different girls, but still I, I I was like maybe I need something else, not like wife or anything, you know. So I started to again to come back to church, and then the pandemic started. The business went down. So I had to close my company. And after I closed my company, I got another job, at a very good job at the insurance company. It was a very, very good job. You know, so I was happy about it because I, um, I was be able to meet with people and work free. Like it was like my own company. Like I was so free with it. Um, <coughs> so, uh, so, but I was not happy. The same thing happened, but I. At that time, I started to come to church, but I was coming to church late. 
because of Joe and all that. And then uh, I was not happy, I was not happy. And I tried to make myself happy. And I was praying for God to give me a, a partner that, the woman that I want, you know? The woman that I'm praying. I tried to, I tried to date, but I was not happy in my other days. But I thank God, I thank God. I'm very happy that to the point that uh, no more migraine, no more depression. time I used to have some weaknesses and when you try to, you know sometimes you don't know your weaknesses and sometimes you know. So sometimes you, you try to share, what can you do? I have this kind of stuff, you know? And then when I used to say we, to share with other people, they instead of talking to you, advise you or give you hope or anything, they blame you, they judge you, they blame you, and you feel like, oh, like, you know? But there are some... Uh, now I can share with somebody and you can see something. Hallelujah! Glory to God. May God fix that migraine by giving you a spouse. You know, some of the migraines you have is because you just need somebody in your life. The solution is, is not spiritual. The solution is not spiritual. I know the solution is not spiritual to some things troubling you. It is not spiritual. You just need to identify your God ordained. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. And I pray God will open your eyes. Yeah. That you discover the bone of your bones and the flesh of. So I thank God. I thank God for. First of all, I thank God for. Mommy, I always call her. I mean, we talk and then, you know, she prayed for me. There's a time Mommy used to text me. And as a detective, Wilson, are you okay? I said, first, I'm okay. Wilson, I see you, you're not okay. I saw you sitting at the corner crying. But I used to, to tell you, I'm okay, mommy. I have no problem. But I was going through a lot at that time. The spiritual eye doesn't lie. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So we thank God for visiting our brother. Amen. And may God accomplish what he started in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. So I thank God for life. I thank God for a beautiful fiance. You look at the jealousy people not clapping. You look at all those who are not jealous. Who are jealous. Glory to Amen. God. That is such good news. We thank God. Um, so, <laughs> so um, I thank God. I thank God. Um, I didn't say that. Uh, there's a point that I was, uh, I needed, I wanted to go home, to go back to Tanzania. I thought here was, I, 
there is no life here for me. So, but God, it's a, something came in my life and changed, changed all that mind of going back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Listen to me, children of God. Money is not everything. The guy is telling you he had six figures in the account, but he was depressed. Now, let me tell you, money is not. There are times when I never had money, but I was, you, you, I never had any money, but you would not tell because the joy of the Lord was all. When I have money and when I don't have money, you cannot tell. You can't tell. Because my zeal for the house of God and the work of God doesn't change. My passion for the Lord is not determined by any, my, how, what, my, what is in my bank account. Even when I have $20, you can't tell. Praise the name of the living God. And even when I have, uh, my account is in overflow, you can't tell. Because I'm still zealous. And I'm still passionate about the Lord. Let me tell you, children of God, there is a void in every man's life. Yes. Hallelujah. That can never be filled until you receive Jesus Christ. Whoever God created, he put a certain hole in every one of us. That can never be filled with money, women, children. It can only be filled by the Lord himself. Praise the name of the living God. That is why some people have everything in this country, but they are not satisfied. Because there is a void in every man's heart that cannot be filled except by only and only Jesus Christ. Amen. Only and only by the Holy Ghost. That is why some people you find they are so broke in the financially, but they are so fulfilled. They feel like they have the whole world to themselves because they got God, they got everything. Tell your neighbor, when you have Jesus, you have everything. Praise the Lord. So thank God for your life. Next, are you, do you still have another testimony? No, I'm. I'm Hallelujah. God bless you. Brother Arnold too has a testimony, and I'll stop on that one, then I'll give my own. Okay. Even me, I have a testimony. Who has one? Okay. Brother Arnold, Elder, then I'll conclude in Jesus' name. Praise Jesus. Amen. Uh, I, want to, I want to give glory to God for I have, I have five young siblings, and they're all girls. Yes, it's glory. <laughs> it is glory. Praise Jesus. The Bible says to whom much is given, much is required. Praise Jesus. And I give God glory for that, and I know it's a blessing. So my young sibling uh, had a baby, and I'm still in school, and I was so troubled. I was so troubled because I didn't expect that. But uh, at the time of the child's birth, she was in the, ho the hospital room, and I was outside. And in my spirit, I was asking God, what do I do in this time? So I started praying. And God is so amazing at the things he'll do. So while I was praying, you know, Ugandan weather, right? When the sun is out, like noon, it is really hot. So it was too hot, but I was outside praying. And in that moment, it started raining, like right there. And I knew that the spirit of God was there. I knew that the Spirit of God was there. And while I was praying, I had screaming in the, in the word. I knew that, you know, baby was coming. And as soon as the baby was delivered, it stopped raining. Praise Jesus. That I say, and this, is, this goes out to all of your parents. 
that that which is of God, praise Jesus, is special. When the Bible says children are a blessing, they are truly a blessing. Praise Jesus. So after that encounter, after that experience, as a child is born, I'm so happy about it. They try, uh, they, I was asked, there are so many people about the name of the child. And in my head, I knew I had uh, a longing for the name to be Joshua. But my grandmother named him Joshran. Praise Jesus. Joshran. Joshran. Like Josh with a run. Yes. So that's the name of the, of the, of the, of the boy. So I knew that this boy was spiritual. So about a week ago, my grandmother called me. My mother, because it's the grandmother, sorry. My mother called me, and we were talking about this boy. And he told me, you know, Arnold, what's his name? Joshua asked the mom for money for his church. Praise Jesus. The kid is mobilizing for money for his church. This kid is seven years old. Praise Jesus. And he's serious. He told the mom, you cannot touch that money. When there's no food in the house, do not touch money for my church. Praise God. This I say to all parents. Children are a blessing. And there's children that are on a mission. When Pastor Bella was saying that some, some of us are expired, we are expired. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being real. A kid is seven years old. Think about it. Mobilizing money for his church. Right? At seven years, he already knows his mission. He's not here to play. Praise God. So I told my mom that I pity the mother of that baby. Because if you're not at the same spiritual level, you're going to either fail the baby or hate the baby for the destiny that the baby has. But glory to God, the mother is a worship leader in church. Praise God. So I testify to say I thank God. Oh, the other thing is one of my cousins is having an introduction ceremony. That same kid said that uh, he wants to sit in the father's chair on that day. We have no father figure. My grandfather passed away. All my aunties are not married. It's crazy. But a seven-year-old kid said he wants to sit in the chair of a father. So if you're not spiritual, you'll not understand it. But all I'm saying is you guys, when, when pastor said that some, of, some people are expired, old prophets, there's, there's coming a new fire. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Um, my name is Sarah Mirembech. Um, yes. Um, I thank God I'm here tonight because um, um, some people are like, I, couldn't, I can't believe you're here because uh, I, I traveled to New Jersey. I was going to New Jersey for totally different reasons. When I got there, God had a different mission. And I thank God so much that I was there because uh, I also got something, a revelation. Like, I talk with this girl almost, we talk on a weekly basis almost, but 
getting into her house, it was a different relationship. I got to know that we could talk about God, we could talk to God in here, once you get into God's heart, God's house, once you get on one-on-one -on -one with God, you know the real God. First of all, I thank God for Jenny Masses because, you know, when, when I went, it was, it was like a joke. I tried, I tried to fly there. I tried to get the train because I'm like, I don't want to drive this far by myself because, you know, that's a different scenario. But I'm like, no, I don't want to drive. Then... I was like, okay, I had to work Tuesday. Uh, so I got the car, I drove to work, and after work, I drove straight to New Jersey. And it was dry, it was beautiful. So I got there. You know, I, I thought I was there for a different mission, but God, you know, changed the mission in the midst of it, and I'm so excited about what God is doing. But coming back today, and I was like, I gotta leave early because I need to make it to the, you know, to the miracle night. You know, so I was like, okay, I'm leaving at 10. So I set my time, and, and then it started raining. Mm. And I was like, um, okay. It rained so hard that you barely could see the car in front of you. And I was like, I'm still going to drive, and I'll make it to church. I kept driving, and I'm like, I left at 10. I mean, that journey is like four, five hours. Mm. It took me like six, seven hours, and I was still like, I'm getting there and I have to go to church. But when it got to a point where I said, you know what, the mission I went on for was dangerous. I need to take a little break and take a power nap because driving in that rain, you don't see the car in front of you and it's just, you put it on the highest wiping speed and, and it was like, I still have to make it back and I still have to make it to church. So I thank God I'm here. And I thank God for his plans and his purposes. And I know his mission shall be accomplished in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So that was not time-wasting, children of God. When they call for testimonies, the presence of God is here. To also test, are you grateful? Praise the Lord. Are you saying something? Can I give one last testimony, please? She wants to give one last testimony. Someone get to her a microphone. Thank you, Pastor. Praise God again, church. Amen. I want to thank God. Um, the time when I came and testified um, about the things that I was going through, um, from then I listened to a someone, and the man of God was say, was say something about the joy of the Lord is, is my strength. Because the devil, when the devil sees, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So if you have strength, you can pray. If you, has, you have strength, you can worship, you can praise, you can do all those things. But if you do not have strength, then you cannot do any of those things. So I, 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 it, really, it was like a seed planted deep in my heart. So from then I said, I, when, whenever I would wake up in the morning, I would say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And I would say it all the time, even up to now, even when, like, when you feel like that chick cloud is coming, it is the joy of the Lord is my strength. So recently I was talking to a very, to a sister of mine that I love so much, and she told me that she calls me Joy um, instead of like my other names. So I thank God that God gave me a new name, and my new name is Joy. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Slash, that's a new, so if you don't want to call me Rebecca or Mrs. Uta, just call me Joy. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God for all these testimonies. But most of the time we are afraid to testify because there is a retaliation. There is going to be a counterattack.
Now, no matter what, we always have to testify. Amen. Don't fear counterattacks. Yes. You overcome by the, by the blood of the Lamb of God and by your testimony. Tell your neighbor, my testimony has power. I also had a testimony. You know, sometimes I don't want to testify because I've gone through a lot of battles with jealousy and envy. Hallelujah. That's what keeps me from testifying, but I don't fear counterattack. Praise the name of the living God. So I want to testify to God. For the first time in this country, I saw my bank account smiling so great. <laughs> my bank account gave me a smile it has never given me. Praise the Lord. And I was, I, I, was, I was talking to somebody and they were telling me all their problems. Praise the Lord. So I'm like, okay, let me sow seed in you. So I'm like, how much do you need? So I had gone to my account to check uh, how, how I could help this person. And the account gave me stars that it has never given me. Amen. I was like, what? I started screaming on the phone. This person didn't know why I was screaming. Praise the name of the Lord. Because I saw the presence of God. The glory of God in my bank account. Jesus was there saying here. Blessings. May God cause your bank account to smile. In the name of Jesus. Jacob received it and instead he's going to smile. Never joke when things, things like that are said. One time I said he gave a testimony and he was there. I saw him grab a house from here. I said, God, what does that mean? Even jumping during prophesying matters. Mm. And indeed, the guy had a testimony of a house. I was like, ah. I went back home asking myself many questions. How is that possible? I prophesied. I don't know what I prophesied, but I know that he was near that hit and he jumped. I saw a picture of a house. You know the houses in, uh, in books, the way you see them? I saw him coming down with a house in his hand. I was like, ah. God, why? Because he jumped. Be quick at receiving the word. Tell your neighbor, be quick. The spirit of God is quick. Amen. So I, I took a picture because I've never seen my bank account like that. I took a picture. I was like, oh, God is good. Who can I share with? Who is not jealous? Who is not envious? God, who can I trust? Father God, thank you. I've not seen that money in my bank account for all the years I've been in this country. Praise the name of the Lord. And when you testify, more is coming. May the devil not lie to you that after testifying, you go down. Tell your neighbor, I am going higher. No retaliation will overcome you. Yes, Jezebel came after Elijah. But did, he, did she succeed? She did not succeed. No counterattack will succeed in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Don't be afraid to testify. Rivers of Life Assembly, we've been offending God by not testifying. And they call testimonies and you're all like, God didn't feed you the whole week. And it's like God never paid your rent. It's like some of you, God never paid the insurance. Praise the name of the living God. Who is doing all that? It is God. When they say time for testimony, run for that microphone. Stop fearing counterattack. Stop fearing retaliation. Praise the name of the living God. Let me tell you, God has done so many amazing things. Why he's not doing so anything more? Because we are sitting on our testimonies. The devil has seduced us not to testify. 
He seduced you and he says, yeah, God. And you know, he's using that to accuse us in the realm of the spirit. You're going to do more for rivers of life assembly? What glory did you gain from doing that thing? What glory did you gain from doing that for her? Did she even testify? And he's using that to accuse us. And God's hand is being limited because we are hiding testimonies. We are fearing one another. Now let whoever wants to be witch, let them bring it on. Let them start. I'm not afraid of those pipes you blow. <sighs> let that money be wasted. Mine cannot be wasted. I'm a dither. By the time I'm giving my testimony, my tithe is already in the offering basket. Try it. Praise the name of the living God. My bank account is sealed in the blood of Jesus. My money shall not be wasted. In the mighty name of Jesus. In, in, actually, I always prophesy that me, I'll be among the millionaires. You read about me. All these prophecies, I said that I'll be among the 15 Forbes. I'm not, I'm not, I'm using my tongue well. Use your tongue well. I told you, when you speak, you create. Tell your neighbor, start creating the future you want. You will read about me. Yeah, in the 15 Forbes, one of the richest women in this country. It shall happen. One of the most powerful women of color in the United States of America. Rita Bella Kunoga, I inscribe my name on that list. I will go where no. Let me tell you something. My family members think they have seen. I come from a family which they, where they think they are accomplished because they are well studied. I'm telling you, there's not, I'm telling you, some things are not ordinary in our family. I mean, I come from a family where people have been ambassadors of Uganda to the United States, Uganda to France, Uganda to Brussels. I come from a, a family where people are educated. No teachers, they are doctors and lawyers and engineers. Praise the name of the, the, the caliber. But let me tell you something. There are things they never achieved because they never served God. I will achieve them. I told you I'll be the first one to buy a plane in that class. I'll be the first one to buy a private jet. I'll go where their education never took them. I shall become what their, what their, their degrees never caused them to become. Because me, I'm different. I carry a different spirit on the inside of me. When I started serving God, many of them looked at me like I was wasted. They wasted their money. One of them, my mother told me, you wasted my money. All that money we invested in you, and you're not practicing law, you're on the pulpit. It, it was a loss, but they did not know it was a great gain. Amen. Tell your neighbor, it is a great gain. Amen. To serve God is a great gain. Amen. Serving God can never be a loss. It will never be a loss. Even if they tell you you were lost, tell your neighbor, I am not a loss. I am not a loss. One more time, say, I am not a loss. And I will never be a loss. In the mighty name of Jesus, I am not a loss to my family. I am not a loss to the kingdom of God. I am not a loss to my parents. I am great profit to my parents and to my family. For because of the name of the Lord that I carry. In the name of Jesus. Some people think by having academic degrees, that is what authenticates you in life. It is Jesus who authenticates me. It is Jesus who validates me. I don't know about you, but the signature on my identity is Jesus is Lord. Everything I have is because Jesus is Lord. 
The car I drive has something in the back of its plates. It says Jesus is Lord. I drive that car because Jesus is Lord. Not because I have a lot of money. Many people who went to school don't drive such a car. Many people who have bigger ministries, they don't have such a car. I drive it because Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. And because he's Lord, I drive that car. I may not have the money to afford it, but Jesus is Lord. He paid it all for me on the cross. I can drive a Lamborghini. I can drive a Bentley. I can drive a Porsche. Anything you want, I'm telling you. I told you last week when I was coming to the Miracle Night, I got a letter. If I tell you what was in this letter, I, I, I said, God, what is this? I was shaking. That letter is still inside my bag. I was like, Jesus, is this my name? I looked again. Maybe it's not mine. Maybe it's for my husband, me. It was addressed to me. It was addressed to me. Then my husband asked me, what was that you were talking about in church? I told him, then he said, if I were you, go get the any brand new car you want and drive. I said, no, cars mean nothing to me right now. Mm. May Jesus take over you that not, not even cars will move you. Yeah. Get to that level where everything is vanity. Get to that level where everything is vanity. Mm. Be contented in Christ. Be content in Christ. These things are vanity. These things are vanity. I look at some pastors overwhelmed by things. They want this, they want this. They, they forgot about preserving their souls. Praise the name of a living God. They want everything. They even come to church. They want to undress you. Take off that dress, that blouse, give it to me. What happened to the discipline of covetousness? What happened? People of God, mind your soul. Tell your neighbor, mind your soul. All of you keep your monies in good accounts. If I may ask you, where do you bank? Why do you bank with that bank? They have customer care. Can you tell me why you bank with the bank you bank? Mm -hmm. You trust it, right? Now, le let me tell you, some people, you have to trust. You have to trust where you, where you they watch your soul. Don't just let anyone watch your soul. The bank you bank with, you bank with it because you trust them, right? Your retirement account, it's in a bank you trust. Or it's in a, a company you trust, right? You trust what are those what? JP Morgans, right? JP Morgan. People trust JP Morgans. What's the name of that company? John Hancock. John Hancock. They trust John Hancock. But they don't trust certain places. Why? Because they are not good. You can't trust them. Even when it comes to your soul, you have to trust. You have to look for something, someone genuine. Something, someone who still has the passion and the heart of Christ. It is okay to get rich, but we are not here just to get rich because everything you get, you're going to live here. Yeah. I was in Dallas, Texas, talking to some people who worked for a major. I don't want to disclose this. They told me how all the money you used to send. You know, some people won't help a local church like this one. But you see someone on TV, you get excited. Let me send my seed. But how much have you helped your local church? Someone was telling me who used to work for one of those powerful TV stations that one of the owners, they were buying, that money you send, they were using it to buy their dogs $100 kennels, houses. I am not lying. This person saw it with her eyes. 
she was an employee in that TV station. You can never help your local church because you know you think the church is local. It's local because you've never updated your giving. Tell your neighbor, update yourself. If everybody was faithful in this house, we would not be in this building. We would be in our own building. But how are we going to go in our own building when you're supporting some ministry where you want, you're giving everywhere except your local church where you feed. Praise the name of the living God. Tell your neighbor, update yourself. Your assignment is in these four corners. Stop, stop going. Let me tell you, everyone has an assignment. Everybody has? So ask your neighbor, where is your assignment? Were you assigned to every, every TV station, every preacher? You are the one going to fund every preacher? No. Epaphroditus only funded Paul's ministry. Whose ministry are you called to fund? You know a man called Epaphroditus? In the Bible, who knows that man? Put up your hand. Whose ministry did he fund? But was Paul the only apostle? He was not the only apostle. But you have to identify whom God has told you to stand with. You have to identify who your assignment is with. Praise the name of the living God. So we are going back to our topic, breaking counter attacks. Some counter attacks come when you're out of alignment. Out of alignment. Tell your neighbor, I'm realigning myself tonight. I'm realigning myself tonight. So finally, I want us to look to 2 Samuel 5, 5.17 before we go into prayer. Our time is fast spent, but we did the most important thing. Lord, we give you glory and honor for everything you have done in Rivers of Life Assembly. We say thank you for every miracle, every door you have opened, every curse you have broken. Thank you for restoration of our passion to serve you and to love you. Hallelujah. That is important when we come before God and we glorify him. Saying A testimony is one way to say, God, I am thankful. I am not ashamed of what you healed me of in the secret. I am saying it. That is why David always said, I will stand in an assembly of many people and I will praise you. So some people, you needed to praise God publicly so that God may continue to move mightily in your life. Now, the Bible says when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David, and David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. So there's a counterattack on David. Why? Because he has received oil upon his life. Before David received the anointing, the Philistines were not after him. There are certain things you will not see in your life until you receive the anointing. Blessed. There are some enemies that will never come against you until you receive some oil on your head. It was until David was anointed that the Philistines went after him. There are people who are at peace with you, but wait until you are anointed king. Some of them will say, how come? Let me tell you something. There are people who are inside that they don't want you to get in as well. I'll say it again. There are some people, they are inside. They made it. They have achieved great things. They are in the billionaire realm. They are operating in a great realm. They don't want you to enter into that realm. Hello? They don't want you to enter into that realm. That is why they fight you. So the Philistines knew the, the power of the oil. Ask anybody, do you know the power of the anointing? So if you don't know the value of the anointing upon your life, the enemy knows the value of the anointing. 
That is why he raises up every now and then against the anointed. I'm telling you, he raises up every now and then against the anointed. You'll never hear that the devil is after a man who is not carrying oil. He's always after a man or a woman who is carrying oil. So when David was anointed king and they heard, just like Jezebel heard of what Elijah had done, she rose up. So when the Philistines heard that David has been anointed with oil, the Bible said they searched for him, they pursued him, they were after him. There are certain things that will not come after you until you receive a certain blessing, until you receive a certain position, until you receive a certain oil and a certain grace. Every anointing comes with a demonic attack, trust me. That is why some people say new levels, new devils. New levels, new devils. Why didn't the Philistines come after David before the anointing? Because at that time, David did not matter. Hello? At that time, David did not matter. There is a time when you don't matter, my sister, but there is a time. When grace will come upon you. And even the devil will know that you matter. And people will rise up. To try and stop you. To try and sabotage you. To try and blindfold you. Why? Because now you matter. Let me tell you there are some people who never used to pay attention to me. But now they pay attention to me. Because they realize the grace of God has come upon me. Now I matter. Whether they agree or they don't agree. I matter. Tell your neighbor I matter. You are authentic. There are some people who used not to call you, but now they call your phone because now you matter. They never used to email you, but now they email you because you matter. And don't be fooled. People who come to you after you receive the oil, be careful. Be careful. I will say it again. Those people who come to you and say, I want to be friends because you crossed this line. Those are all fake. Let me submit to you, they are all fake. They want to start using you to their advantage. And some of them, it's like the old prophets. They want to pull you down. They want to pull you down. They realize you have crossed. Don't think that everybody is happy when you achieve great things. Don't you think like that? I used to be naive until the Holy Ghost took some years to work on me. I thought every Christian was innocent. I thought every Christian was good. I thought every Christian was loving. I thought every Christian wished the other well. It's until you go through certain things. That is why sometimes I'm even careful to testify. Hallelujah. One day my husband brought me a check from mail and he said, what is this one for? Really, what is this for? How come I never receive these checks you're receiving? He told me, give me a half. I told you the woman's money is her money, but the man's money is for both of us. <laughs> Mark, you just got married. Let me tell you the things. Her money is her money, but when your money is our money. <laughs> Wilson, get ready. Don't say pastor never told me. No woman wants a man who takes their money. And then he told me, if it was me who had received it, yeah, the check would go in half. I said, you're very right. <laughs> Praise the name of the living God. Your money is our money. I don't know about you. I'm 
I'm not spoiling married people, but I'm just, in case it happens, don't cry, men. Don't cry. I don't know why women were wired like that. I don't know. But I pray that you not fight your wives. I pray that you not fight your wives. Men, say amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise the, <laughs> some people are laughing. Now Mark is telling me Jane is not like that. You wait. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. So counter attacks. Sometimes after the enemy is destroyed, he wants to reinforce. Why was Jezebel after Elijah? She wanted to reinforce idolatry. She was trying to reinforce wickedness in Israel. Let me tell you something. The reason they come after the deliverer is because they want to reinforce what the deliverer has broken and destroyed. There are some things that are coming after pastors and prophets and apostles who are standing for the gospel because the enemy wants to destroy them. When he destroys them, he will reinforce what they are broken. He will rebuild the altar and it will stand. But as long as Moses is still there, as long as Pastor Bella is still there, even if you rebuild it, I'll break it tomorrow. So in order to have it secure, they go after the man or the woman of God. They go after the prophet. That if you eliminate the prophet, our altar will be secure. We'll rebuild it and it will stand. But as long as this woman is still there, even if you rebuild it tomorrow, I will overturn it. I will even destroy it harder than I destroyed it the first time. Praise the name of the living God. So we need to go after counterattacks. Why do you think when you preach prosperity, those preachers of prosperity, they suffer a lot with poverty. When you preach good health, sometimes your health is attacked. Why? It's a counterattack. It is a counter-attack. Many prosperity preachers suffer poverty. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you ready to break counter-attacks tonight? Let's all rise to our feet in Jesus' name. There is power, power, wondrous working power in the blood. Of the land, you can kill the video. There is power, power, wondrous working power in the precious blood of the Lord. Some of you wonder today we broke curses, and you know the manifestation tomorrow is still like a curse like situation. Let me tell you, they are reinforcing. That is why we need to raise up a continuous altar of prayer. Don't stop praying. Don't stop sacrificing. Sometimes after we break these things, they take a new sacrifice and they reinforce Josephine. And they say we need her on the altar of poverty. They make a new covenant. They sacrifice. They shed new blood against you. And say she's not getting married. Say every reinforcement. Satanic reinforcement. Demonic reinforcement. Ancestral reinforcement. Let it be destroyed. In the mighty name of Jesus. My God, we want to thank you for tonight. Everyone go into Thanksgiving tonight. Uh, we thank you, oh God divine, for this morning. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, uh, we sanctify ourselves with the blood of Jesus and the Holy Ghost fire. Anything that will stand against us in the realm of the Spirit, uh, Lord, we oppose it by the blood of Jesus. Uh, we overcome it with the blood of Jesus. Uh, my God, we arise in the power of the Holy Ghost uh, and in the anointing of the Spirit of the living God uh, to overturn strongholds, uh, to put 
than principalities and powers uh, that oppose us in the place of prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, uh, somebody begin to take authority for that what God has given us authority and power to tread upon the serpents and the scorpions uh, and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies um, harm us. Uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come uh, under the mantle of power and authority. We take refuge in the blood of Jesus Christ even as we advance in the realm of the spirit. Uh, and now in the name of Jesus, uh, we come against every reinforcement, uh, witchcraft reinforcement, uh, occultic reinforcement, uh, any power that reinforces bondage against us. Uh, tonight by the force of prayer, we destroy that power in the name of Jesus. Uh, whatever power is reinforcing captivity, is reinforcing the curse, uh, whatever is reinforcing uh, every, every demonic authority over your life, uh, tonight by the force of prayer, let it be crushed. Uh, let it be crushed. Uh, every demonic reinforcement uh, from the background, from the foundation, uh, every demonic reinforcement uh, through sacrifices, uh, let it be broken. Uh, let it be destroyed uh, by the power in the name of Jesus. Uh, we come against retaliations. Uh, we come against counterattacks uh, from marine altars. Uh, we open fire upon counterattacks uh, from the water kingdom. Uh, in the name of Jesus, somebody open fire upon retaliations uh, from the ancestral altar. Every retaliation uh, against me because of what I have done to the ancestral altar in my mother's house, uh, in my mother's house, uh, in my in-law's house, uh, in the name of Jesus, in uh, a form of demonic backlash uh, against my life, uh, against my health, uh, against my ministry. Let that backlash be broken. Uh, let it be shattered. Uh, let it be destroyed. Uh, and the power that has risen up uh, to punish me, let that power perish uh, by the fight of the Holy Ghost. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, powers that have risen up uh, to punish our children, uh, to punish us financially because of destroying altars, uh, because of the prayers we have made, uh, and the power sign to punish me by the authority in Jesus' name. Uh, I crush you in the name of Jesus. I crush you. Jezebel had come to punish Elijah, but in the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, and the power that has come uh, to punish you. Yerere Moshata, Zagadaba Shata, Zigadaba Shata, Rogadaba Shata, Bregedeba Shata. Jezebel had come to punish Elijah for destroying the altar of Baal. But in the name of Jesus, we open fire upon every counterattack. We open fire upon retaliating spirits. We open fire upon every demon that has risen up to punish us. Imana Kasanda. Roma koto sondo, bromo koto sondo, bumanyata sanda, bromo nyoto sondo, bromo nyoto sondo, primanyata sanda, ramanyoto sondo, imonoto sondo. The young prophet was attacked because he destroyed the altar. If the altar was intact, the young prophet wouldn't have died. In the name of Jesus, any form of attack that has been stirred up, even among men of God and women of God against me, as a retaliation as a backlash tonight by prayer we suffocate those attacks by the blood of Jesus we quench every attack we quench every fiery dart of the enemy by the power in the blood of Jesus we arrest arrows of infirmity arrows of sickness arrows of disease witchcraft arrows that are flying against us we crush them by the power in the name of Jesus Magadaba Shande Brogadaba Shande let every counterattack against us be broken, be shattered, be destroyed.
destroyed uh, demonic retaliations and backlashes uh, against rivers of life assembly by the authority in the word of God uh, we crush every counterattack. somebody crush every counterattack in the atmosphere in the name of Jesus uh, we destroy every counterattack from the marine kingdom uh, every counterattack from the queen of the coast uh, from the queen of the sea by the fire of the Holy Ghost uh, we destroy counterattacks. Uh, we destroy demonic retaliations uh, from the queen of the sea in the name of Jesus uh, some of you the queen of the sea has attacked you with the spirit of immorality you are lasting so strongly because the queen of the sea is retaliating against you but tonight by the apostle prayer we crush every counterattack from the water kingdom uh, from the marine kingdom uh, from the queen of the sea and the queen of the coast uh, in the mighty name of Jesus uh, somebody crush the counterattack crush the counterattack crush the counterattack from the queen of the sea from the water spirits uh, every attack uh, from satanic strong man every counterattack from the strong man in the water be destroyed uh, be destroyed uh, by the fire of the Holy Ghost we bring down every counterattack. We bring down every retaliation by the power in the blood of Jesus. Let every counterattack against our prayers, against this ministry, every counterattack in the atmosphere, every counterattack in the heavens, every counterattack from forest demons, every counterattack from the demons of our ancestors. Let every counterattack be arrested by the Holy Ghost fire. Somebody arrest the counterattack from the ancestral strongman. Let that counterattack from the ancestral idols. Magadada Sanda. Magadada Sanda. Magadada Sanda. Somebody, there is a counterattack against you from the serpent of your ancestors. But tonight, by prayer, we destroy that serpent and counterattack. The counterattack from the serpent. We crush it by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Ishaka Bokotaya. Counterattacks upon my children because I am serving God and a counterattack on Michelle, Jonathan, Brielle, and Janelle because of my ministry in Christ, because of my ministry of deliverance. Let every counterattack upon my children be broken, be shattered, be destroyed by the Holy Ghost fire. Every conspiracy to initiate my children, every conspiracy to attack my children because of my ministry let that conspiracy scatter and shatter in the name of Jesus scatter and shatter somebody pray Sharon Narule walk around every counter attack that has been visiting you every demonic reinforcement is being broken it's being shattered it's being destroyed tonight by prayer we invoke the blood the blood of the Lord Jesus over counter attacks we invoke the blood of Jesus Christ over demonic reinforcement. We overturn reinforcements. We scatter witchcraft reinforcement. We scatter ancestral reinforcement. We scatter every curse. We scatter every power. We scatter every spirit.
spirit that has been reinforcing bondage in our lives in the name of Jesus and the covenant that has been renewed against us so we break it by the blood of Jesus we break it by the blood of Jesus somebody break the covenant somebody break the covenant the covenant that has been renewed the ancestral covenant the marine covenant the witchcraft covenant that has been renewed against your life let the covenant be broken let the covenant be shattered by the shed blood of Jesus we break evil covenants that have been renewed against us in a bondage that has been renewed let it be broken forever by the blood of Jesus we break every bondage that has been renewed over us over our spirits over our souls over our bodies in the name of Jesus we destroy every reinforcement by the fire of God let every reinforcement be broken be shattered be destroyed every reinforcement from my place of work satanic reinforcement from the village from the forest from the marine kingdom let that reinforcement be broken be shattered be destroyed the witch doctor that has been hired to reinforce captivity to reinforce bondage let fire fall from heaven and consume that witch in the name of jesus mashana masanda roshene mazanda roshemo kozanda roshomo kozanda roshama kasanda roshama kasanda roshema kasanda somebody pray open your mouth and pray zamama mashanda rogoma mashanda in the power reinforcing bondage reinforcing captivity let that power be arrested let that power be destroyed in the mighty name of jesus somebody call on the fire of the holy ghost to crush every counterattack, to crush every retaliation to crush every backlash to crush every backfire Mondono Gosataya, altars in the river, altars in the water kingdom that are reinforcing attacks, that are reinforcing bondages. Any altar, anywhere responsible for reinforcing bondage in our lives, let those altars be shattered, let those altars be destroyed, let those altars be consumed by fire. Imalakabosaya, Bomalakabotaya, Bomalakabotaya, Magalakabotaya, let fire fall and destroy counterattacks. Let fire fall and destroy counterattacks in form of blackmail in the name of Jesus. And the power that has been blackmailing us, let it be arrested, let it be destroyed by fire. Imana Kasanda, Robata Kasanda, all those words that they've been spreading against this church as a counterattack for its deliverances. Let that counterattack of negative words be arrested by fire. Evil words that are saturating my god my god because of in form of a counter-attack in form of a backlash let those evil words be arrested by fire we strike down every evil word we strike down every evil word that has been spoken in retaliation of what we have done of what god has done in this ministry i want everybody speaking tongues my God, my God, destroy the chief priest. My God, my God, destroy the strong man. My God, with higher power that has been released to capture that woman, to capture that man. 
to reinforce the bondage, to reinforce the captivity. Let that strong man be arrested by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Let that strong man that has been released to reinforce bondage, to reinforce captivity. Let the strong man be arrested and destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. We break retaliations. We break backlashes. We break every counterattack by the authority in Jesus' name. Let every counterattack against rivers of life assembly. Every counterattack against the pastors. Every counterattack against the choir. Every counterattack. Every counterattack. Be arrested. Be struck down. Be destroyed by the fire of God. We open fire upon counterattacks on this ministry. Holy Ghost fire. Destroy counterattacks. Everybody call on the fire of God to crush the counterattack on rivers of life assembly. Every demonic backlash. Every retaliation in the underworld. Every retaliation from the kingdom of darkness against this church. We crush it now by the power in the name of Jesus. Let every retaliation be crushed by fire. Retaliations against rivers of life assembly. Against the pastors. Against the ministers of God in this house. Let every retaliation because of the altars we are broken. Let that retaliation catch fire in the name of Jesus. Demonic retaliations. We command you to catch fire. Every retaliation in form of a sickness, every retaliation in form of a, a hatred, let that retaliation be destroyed by fire, be crushed by fire. In the name of Jesus, every sickness that's coming to your body because of a retaliation from the camp of the enemy, let that sickness be crushed by the power of God. Let it be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. Moshono Bozondo, Moshono Bazanda, Boshinagazanda. Whatever is pursuing me to disarm me, to take away my mantle, to take away the oil from my head, let fire fall from heaven and consume it in the name of Jesus. Forces that have been hired to unclothe me of the mantle, let those forces be crushed in the name of Jesus. Let them be crushed, let them be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. Some of you, they want to disarm you by taking away the mantle. But in the name of Jesus, Open fire upon graveyard demons in the name of Jesus. We open fire upon graveyard powers on assignment to counteract us and the first hired and the first they have sacrificed to to counteract my ministry to counteract the deliverance to counteract the breakthrough whatever power is counteracting my miracle whatever power was to counteract our testimonies let those powers be destroyed by fire in the 
the name of Jesus be destroyed by fire. Let every reinforcement of the castle be broken. And the power reinforcing bondage in my life, in the ministry, I command that power to catch fire and be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Mashana Gokotaya. Roshene Gukataya. La Pala Gokotaya. La Polo Gokotaya. People pray. Pasono Gokotaya. Pasuna Gukataya. Every counter attack on my voice. Every counter attack. Every retaliation on my voice. That it may not be hard. Every retaliation. Every backlash on my voice. Every backlash to imprison my voice. To capture my voice. Let that backlash be broken by fire. Imonokopanda. Imonokopanda. In the name of Jesus. We open fire upon every backlash. Upon every retaliation. We destroy every retaliation from the water kingdom. Every retaliation from the underworld. In the name of Jesus. Every retaliation from graveyard demons. Let it be arrested by fire. Let it be destroyed. Every retaliation from which doctors. Every retaliation from demonic prophets. Let those retaliations against us from false prophets, from false apostles and pastors. Let those retaliations be arrested by fire. Every demonic prediction be cancelled by the blood of Jesus. We cancel witchcraft predictions. Whatever has been predicted against rivers of life assembly, we cancel it by the blood of the Lord Jesus. We cancel predictions. We cancel predictions. Somebody cancel whatever the false prophet has predicted that it shall happen to you. Let it be cancelled. Let it be aborted by fire and the blood of Jesus. Malababa Sanda. Malababa Sanda. Rogababa Sanda. Rogababa Sanda. Rogababa Sanda. Ragababa Sanda. Ragababa Sanda. Ragobobo Sanda. Magodobo Sanda. Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. Crush the counterattack. Crush the retaliation. Crush the backlash in the name of Jesus. I am calling on the fire of God to crush that retaliation in form of an accident. Every retaliation, every backlash planned for Rebecca Kutesa. We are bought it by the blood of Jesus. Every backlash of accident, we are arrested by the blood of Jesus. We are arrested by the fire of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every retaliation, every retaliation, every retaliation against us, every retaliation from the underworld retaliation from the covens of darkness let those retaliations be destroyed by fire every retaliation from the camp of the enemy every retaliation from witchcraft covens from marine covens let those retaliations be arrested by fire be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus we invoke the blood of Jesus Christ into every retaliation into every backlash let the blood of Jesus reverse backlashes let the blood of Jesus, uh, reverse every arrow of counterattack against us. Arrows of counterattacks fired against us. We revoke them by the blood of Jesus. Somebody reverse those arrows uh, of counterattack. Uh, counterattacks of poverty. Counterattacks of data. Counterattacks of failure. Counterattacks of marital breakup. Let those counterattacks uh, on marriages. Uh, let those counterattacks uh, be broken. Uh, be shattered. Be destroyed. Uh, in the name of Jesus, be broken. Be shattered, be destroyed. Every counterattack on marriages and homes be broken, be shattered, be destroyed by the fire of God. 
every counterattack on relationships, every counterattack on marriages and homes be arrested, be destroyed by fire in the name of Jesus. Every counterattack on my marriage, every counterattack on my children, every counterattack on my finances, counterattacks on our businesses. We break those counterattacks by the power in the name of Jesus. We break counterattacks from the covens of witchcraft in the name of Jesus. Every counterattack from the coven scatter by fire and backfire. Everybody pray that prayer. Say every counterattack against me from the covens of witches, from the covens of the underworld, from the covens of the marine kingdom, from Indian covens. We command every counterattack from Buddha to scatter and shatter in the name of Jesus. Every counterattack from the Hindu covens, we command those counterattacks to scatter and shatter in the name of Jesus. Say scatter and shatter, scatter and shatter every counterattack from Indian covens, from Indian 